0: or simply someone that wants to hear an inspiring story, the Know Your Why podcast is made for you. So anyway, the concept being, you know, sort of walking through what you did for me, you know, I guess I can start with what happened in that, um, you know, last year I had a pretty big financial loss when a deal fell through after interest rates went up. Um, there was a you know, whole several months of of struggle to even reach the point of knowing that it was over, um, and you were you know certainly one of the 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 major uh, had a major impact on me getting through that <laughs> as as mentally intact as possible, um, but but then you know sort of helped me even after the fact uh, when I started coaching with you so. Um, I guess my, my thought process was, this was, we could talk about, you know, sort of how, how you walked me through it, how you, you know, sort of what you did to, to, to help me and and what your, I'm sure every person is different, but what you kind of look at from a, the, the way that you approach, you know, sort of coaching.
1: Well, I think I think we need to paint a picture here. So, and I'm not here to tell Jason's business, but we're not talking about losing five thousand dollars of earnest money here, guys. We're not talking about uh, an RV park, a uh, single family house. We're talking about multiple six figures here. Um, you know, really debilitating financial loss, right? And I will tell everybody till I'm blue in the face before I get into what we did. Do you want to know why I knew you were going to be okay? You want to know why I knew we were going to get through it together? Because your first comment to me when you did lose the money was this. Well, at least it was my money. And you said, at least it was my money, not an investors, because I can live with the choices that I made. But those other people didn't make those, you know. And so like that, I knew like the personal responsibility of, situation was not lost on you because a lot of people would just they would lose focus of the actual thing and they would be woes me and all this stuff and and yeah that's a big deal but to have the wherewithal to understand that there was nobody else you know in trouble right that's a that's a big deal right and i think you know it sounds trite and sounds simple but just getting you to understand that you are bigger and more than the money Mm. and if you as a person made it one time, then you can make it again. Yeah. And I think the only reason why I'm comfortable talking about it is because I've interviewed multiple people who have lost uh, 40 times what you've lost. Uh, <laughs> you know, 30 mil. That sounds terrible. Yeah. 50 mil, Yeah. yeah. right? And yeah. they were like, yeah. But what I realized is they just, every day they stuck to things that they could, they could, they could do, right? They could do. And I think for you, getting you to understand that the kids were still there, the house was still there, the wife still supported you, and understanding that right off the bat, that's number one. But yeah. also understanding this is a little trick about, about coaching, and it's only come to me in years past from coaching. Not having to me be the savior, not everybody needs a coach, but I'm a in in case of uh emergency break glass right right kind of situation right and and my concern for you was those lonely nights Mm -hmm. ruminating about it not having the right mindset can really spiral down to a dark place
0: yeah for sure and i and i mean i've i've talked about it now out there and, and we don't have to like rehash what exactly happened but basically a deal fell through because of interest rate changes, and I lost a half a million dollars in in earnest money. and 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 it's it's funny because, like like the money side of it is, it's all relative. Like you said, like you've talked to people that have lost far more than that. And then in other situations, you hear about people have have lost. I I I I was just, I was just on someone else's podcast that relayed this story. But when I was a uh, when I was a kid, my mom. We we didn't have money. My mom sent me up to the store to get milk, right? She'd go up, go up to the to the convenience store and get some milk. She gave me a $20 bill. I got to the store, picked out the milk, went to the counter. Somewhere along the way, I'd lost the $20. Fell fell out of my pocket. And now most people would be like, Yeah, $20. Who cares? I I I obviously haven't forgotten it. I was like five, I had or six or something like I clearly haven't forgotten it because there's at that time, like that meant a lot to us. So, and, and don't get me wrong, the half a million dollars meant a lot to us too, but it's just, it, it, again, it's, it's money
1: and these things happen and and you have to take perspective, but, but it was. To put it in perspective. Right. And I love that. We're talking like literally right now, like uh, we lost a $1.6 million plumbing job today that we already had. It, ha- it happens right? all the time in business, right? But, but people but, don't but, talk but, about but it. But hear me out, though. I'm okay with it because the confidence that the company, the sales guy that did it, all of us that gained from it, is worth a hundred million dollars. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's it's the it's the choice to learn from it and um, you know kind of take you know what you know what, you know what one of the
1: said. owners said today sometimes when you get brought up to the major leagues you swing and miss (laughs) but you're still in the major leagues right Right. and you doing a deal of that size because remember guys i look i know jason better than most you had came to me when we first met and you were going to do little flips and i told you you were out of your freaking mind and for you to do deals like this You know, we were already like three years or five years in advance, right? And there's a lot of lessons learned. But I think what I did is you do have a very successful business that you had on the side. And I was just trying to highlight to you the benefits and the strengths of the years of experience that you've had in order to get you to hang on to something that you knew, that you were confident in, and that you could do in your sleep. And right. and that is to instill confidence in the parts of you that you lost in losing that money. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that was, I mean, to me, that was step two, at least
0: from from my perspective, step two of what you did for me. Because the beginning was, I like, I'm, maybe you remember this, I don't know, but like, you made me, you made me do story work, you made me write mm-hmm. it down,
1: mm-hmm.
0: what I like, essentially write title. I mean, the process. You, I remember, it, like write titles about what happened and then pick Mm -hmm. one and write an actual story behind it. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. you just made me read it. And you made me read it until I stopped crying, which was like, (laughs) like that was just a crazy because all that, when you're in it and you're working through it and you're like, I got to figure out a way to to make this happen. I got to figure out a way to make this deal. I got to figure out a way that, that this can be okay. You don't really, I think, process it and then you made me write it down and I think like I'm pretty sure you made me write the titles when we were talking directly and then you're like now write a story and the next time we did but but I like I still have it like I still have that story and I'll like never like that'll be something that I'll always keep because it's just like a little bit of reminder in in Reminder of, like, not necessarily, like, I'm not gonna forget that it happened, but, like, a reminder of what was important during that time, and, like, as you said, like, my my wife didn't go anywhere, like, my my best friend and business partner, who some of this money was his, like, didn't go anywhere, My my kids don't care, they don't know any better, right, they don't they'd probably just assume i didn't do any of this and i just <laughs> played inside with them all day like they don't mm-hmm. they don't mm-hmm. care and so it was it was kind of just um you know you, you i think you put the pressure on yourself to do something big and it and it's it's like I, I'll, it, I i go to i go to real estate conferences or whatever you know i go to these conferences and i'll i'll come back and i'll be like I was telling my friend, I'm like, oh man, you should have seen like the the all these like successful people I was around. It was so cool, and he was like, you're successful, and I, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I I like yeah uh, w- yeah yes yes uh but like you know there's always that just like if you're maybe it, maybe the lesson is you t- to realize that you know what I mean like may- maybe to mm-hmm. to recognize what's already good in, in in your life and what really matters in all of this like because at the end of the day we'll make the money back it'll 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 come back we'll do do better than that like it's it'll it'll be okay but um i know that now <laughs> i don't know that i knew that then i i don't know that i knew if i believed it then uh it, you know it had it had a lot of meaning behind besides just you know losing the money
1: well, it had a lot of value in who you were as a person yeah and defining who you were right story the thing with story work, right And story you can't hide from the words on a paper no right and no. and I and I think I think that if you if you had to put me up against the wall and you had to ask me how many people actually write out the things that are in their head. I would say maybe ten percent, maybe, yeah. right? And I only know the work of this because I was trained in it, and 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 I had to write my own damn stories, right? I had to I had to deal with my own demons, right? Yeah. And and I don't know if I ever told you this story, but Mark, the leader of the group, did an hour and a half coaching call where I literally cried for two days afterwards anytime i heard a song an adele song anytime i heard anything that said, i cried for two days straight and you know how many words he said to me 13 words i counted them yeah. in an hour and a half and it was all because i was reading my own story and ripping my freaking soul apart and guess what that was a year and a half ago two years ago give or take and my dad that's what that story was about not having a relationship with my dad for 20 years just spent four days at my house it's awesome so tell me story work doesn't work right and it's it's just what they talk about story work what i got you to do was create distance from your story yeah you're not living inside of it anymore you're separating yourself and every time that you read it you create more and more distance Mm
0: -hmm. yeah it was yeah it was it was really profound and like i i don't know I don't really know that I had an expectation. I w- I trusted you and I was like, I'm just going to do what he says. So I wrote it out and I was like, wrote it out. This, I wrote it. This sounds stupid, you know, I was like, it like, sounds kind of stupid, but whatever. And then when you made me read it out loud, it was just like, I couldn't even, <laughs> I think it took three times before I could even get through the whole thing or something like that. Yeah. It was just like very hard to, because I, I think as you said, like you're 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 almost as you're living it, you're almost you're almost living it as an outsider, like it just it's just going on. And then you write the story, and then you're that this as you're writing the story, you're writing it from the inside, and then you have to like step back and read it again, and it's just like wow, <laughs> like no, I because, didn't even...
1: because because we disassociate right the story that we create. Yeah, has different versions now and it's not until you write it down and you read it that you realize that some of those versions might be made up
0: yeah yeah even like i I, like i said like i've kept it and I, i read it recently and i was like even in the story i i talk about how how i had disassociated myself with it from it while it was going on because there was so much just Work to be done to find any possible solution, right? It was like, I didn't, I didn't. Have, there was not time to like sit and be sad. I mean, I could have just sat and be sad, I guess, but then it was like, then, then it's definitely not going to fix itself. Right. So it was like, I was looking for solutions and just, you know, talking to people, but it, but yeah, at the time it was like, until it was finally really, truly a dead deal. I don't know that I
1: accepted that or believed that you know what I mean not. it's like of course not I don't know if that's Absolutely. like the a... biggest issue that people the biggest issue that I wish that if you could share anything and just write a book right and it said like fucking three sentences, right? Like that's all the book said. It'd be like a it'd sell like 10 bajillion copies and it says like the fact that you think that the person that you want to be like never has a bad day is dumb. Like that's all the book says. Yeah, like it, I, I had a client get on with me today and he goes, dude, I've had a rough week. Tell me your week was rougher. And I told him my seven day stretch. And he goes, oh, shit, I'm <laughs> playing in the little league. And I go, yeah, I could write a lifetime movie about what's taken place to me in the last seven days. Mm-hmm. But he goes, why are you smiling? And I go, because I know that it's going to be great on the other side of this because it, it, you don't get the good without the bad. You yeah. don't, you don't get to spend that, t- you know, what's interesting, right? And I know it sounds ridiculous to say, but like, I know there's a lot of families out there that would, they would really like that time that they had with COVID back, you know, that yeah. time they got to spend with their kids and that moment to really be present. And yeah. I think that this happening with you, Reese, and I'm not saying that they were out of whack, but I think it only reinforced to you the priorities in your life that mattered the most and and that that if you weigh that on a scale it's no it's no the 500k is nothing compared to that oh yeah no i you know i would
0: <laughs> i would give up far more money to you know save my kids save my that kind of thing like there's no th- there's no comparison there and it and it's i you know hear people mention this sometimes and they're like you know if i offered you 10 million dollars would you take it and it's like everybody says yes and it's like well what if i told you you know you then you only have one day to spend it because you die tomorrow then it's like well no of course not right and so it's like it's it's a silly i don't
1: know though i don't know like one day 10 million 24 hours i'd have a damn good time i mean it might it might
0: be a really good 24 hours but yeah it's like what's your what's your um
1: you know what's 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 time worth what's life well you know my joke right this is my new thing it's so much fun because nobody sees it coming so let's say that you own a company and for 10 years you only make $100,000. Okay. That's all you do. You make $100,000. And on year 10, you sell the company for $10 million. Was the company only successful in year 10 or was it successful every year? Yeah.
0: yeah. No, it, it's, it, it is uh, enjoying. This, I think this was Alex Hermosi, but he, he said, you know, something about you have to, enjoy the middle, right? Because people look at, look at things as a destination, right? Like we're, we're trying to, we're trying to, to get our business somewhere, trying to get, you know, our, our kids somewhere. We're trying to uh, get our marriage somewhere, but like to be good at marriage, there is no end point to be good at business. There is no end point. It's like, yes, maybe you sell it eventually. But the, but the point being is like, you're not, you're not necessarily, he, he's talking about like really what you want to get good at and what you want to enjoy is the middle, like the, the part where you just kind of living in it and how that, you know, how that, what that looks like. And I think so often we get focused on the next step, the next level, the next um, milestone that we can achieve. And, it, and it's like, like I say this stuff, like I don't do it. I do it all the time. I mean, it's like, you, you know, what part of you know, this to me, again, like the second step of coaching with you was, was about my, my surgery business. As you, as you mentioned, you told me, let's, let's focus on that. Let's, let's reach a revenue, you know, let's, let's set a revenue goal. And, and what do you have to do to get there? And it was like, (laughs) we didn't get there in the first month. And I was mad about that. You know what I mean? And it's just, so it's like changing that, that mindset, that perspective on what you're going to, what the focus is, is okay. You might have this revenue goal, but the focus should be what do we do to get to that? Mm-hmm. Not because I don't want to make it for one month. I want to make it for all the months. Right. So it's like,
1: well, doesn't... it's interesting, right? The, the mechanics of the situation are the same, right? Like, you know, like meaning that I'm just using it from what I'm currently doing. Like, great. Like, okay we we show up when we are saying and that's cool and all this i'm using that as plumbing and hvac and that's great we're gonna do what we say we're gonna do but the question that it now is how great is the work that we do when we do it how trained is everybody because you can be the best but if you're not the best at the actual execution of it too and what i mean by that is like you have a drive with inside you that done repeatedly over and over again that company, meaning the surgery company, can scale while the others languish because they're not focused on the right things and they're too caught up in you know where you could sustain a business for years to come that you could then become your own bank that you could invest in your own real estate and now you created a flywheel of a life that really provides ultimate freedom and and to me that's the aha moment that that flipped for me when you're creating. You know what essentially is a flywheel and i thought you had something there with years of experience that operated in a state where with high margins with low of your time so yeah. all the pieces were there they just were jumbled and mismatched different places yeah yeah for sure it was uh
0: and, and again it's it's like comes back to that i don't know like identity and and what you know what what did i i i had, decided I was going to be, you know, a serious real estate investor. and so it was hard to it, it was almost like I felt like I had to push surgery to the side or to the back burner. and when instead what I needed to do was, you know, kind of lean into to what I already know, what I already have established, what is what I I know I'm good at and have confidence in, whereas, you know, he still sometimes, uh there are still times in real estate where i have imposter syndrome and so but i don't i don't feel that way when i'm doing surgery so it's kind of like when you have a a loss like i did leaning into something that you know you already know you feel good about and it was uh and i and i know like i (laughs) i gave you resistance to that idea i I know i did and i and i don't
1: worry i mean me and mark knew that it was the right move two years ago, but we, it's but, okay. You have to right, right,
0: right, right. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you have to come around on your own. But yeah, it. it and and now, I mean, it's funny because now, I, I, I guess I give you credit. You and Mark credit on this too, because now, like, now I'm, with with my. Like basically now I've launched a fund where I'm I'm trying to put the two together like that's actually the point of the fund is to bring veterinary medicine and real estate together and so it's kind of like a um, I don't know full, full circle with <laughs> with some great coaching along the way. I mean but...
1: I'm not saying, <laughs> but I might be saying that the first call we were ever on like two years ago, I might've said this exact same thing, but it's cool. I digress. I'm not, right, you know, right. you, <laughs> it is possible that there
0: was some foreshadowing. I think I office. can
1: find the recording of that call. Uh, probably <laughs> true.
0: It's probably true.
1: Yeah. I. I but, um... but, but, but hear me out though. And this is an important point that I want all the listeners to understand. I can't be the message. I can be a vehicle for the message, but that message has to happen internally. And it was the message. That it was it was the message that I learned when I got sober, is that you can't be the vehicle for people to want to get sober. You can share your information, but right. the ultimate change has to happen with inside them. Do you do you find that frustrating? It's oh, it's the most fr- dude. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Uh, I mean, I, would I have a guy. The is yes. I have a guy that I just gave everything to. Everything. Can you imagine having access to me twenty four seven? Seeing me eight hours a day, wanting me to get your life better. Yeah. Who's on going on his second divorce? Finally got alcohol under wraps, right? But hides all this shit from me. I get him an apartment. All this shit, and then to get a call at two thirty in the morning four days ago that he wrapped a company truck around a fucking telephone pole, and left the scene of an accident. Hit, dude. He's thirty years old. His entire life was going to change for me and be. A manager of probably a $100 million business, regional construction, and he gave it all away. And none of that's going to happen now. He got fired, he got let go. It's, yeah. it, yes, it's wildly frustrating, right? But I've learned that if I want people to truly change, they have to change themselves. And I, I have to distance myself from needing them to change because here's where it's crazy. This is the holy crap God bless Chase Tullison moment okay my need to get people to change is victim mentality my need for my client to change because I change them is my narcissistic tendency as a coach when I started my need to be available to them as a resource and to let them make the change for themselves means the change will continue for the rest of their life. Yes, yeah, makes sense. Makes Wildly sense. frustrating. Just so we're clear, like, yeah. like, like, you have no idea, right? Because I, I mean, you get stabbed over in the back a million times, right? And even clients, clients that refuse to listen to me. Yeah. And you know, Anthony Facino made a great point. He said, Austin, he said, you and I are two totally different people. He goes, you like to dive off of a hundred story building through a hoop, reach down, grab somebody by the neck and pull them to be a better person. He goes, I walk outside, handle some tools, walk away and say, good luck. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, it, It's um, I can't, yeah, I can imagine like, like I, I get frustrated on on a very small scale with just like, like I talk about talk to people about invest. I talk to friends. I talk to friends about investing, financial literacy, that stuff. Which, just trying to like more like, hey, this is this is what I've figured out here, right? Like, would just let, like, and it's like they don't, and and people don't want to hear it, and so, yet you have to, it, and and what you're doing is even at a at a deeper level. So I mean, I you know what Anthony said is true. It's like you're, you're, I'm just trying to like help them get out of their own way, basically like financially. And and, and it's still frustrating. And it's like, it's funny how you can make those, you can make those realizations and, and kind of adjustments within yourself in, in different areas of your life. Like, or you can tell someone else or whatever, but like, for example, I, when I had a W2 job, I was training residents in surgery. And you know, I worked with resident students, interns, all, all like people, you know, sort of along the along the learning ladder, and they would get so upset when we would do surgery on a on a pet. We send the pet home with a two page discharge instruction, and the clients just don't even read it. They do whatever they want, and they'd be like, "They're gonna mess it up." Blah, blah, blah. And and I would say to them, "You can't care
1: more than they do." Yeah. And, okay. Listen. I got a message for everybody that's listening to this podcast. You want to know the number one thing I see with my coaching clients in the five years I've done it? That they, in their W-2, care more about the company than the owner of the company. Yeah. And it drives them fucking crazy. (laughs) And you're not the owner. I'm sorry to tell you this. Yeah. No, it's
0: it's true. It's true. But that's what that would be. I would tell them like you, because I would see them get so upset and, you know, be constantly on the phone with the owner and trying to nicely explain to them again like you have to do this and it's like listen you you cannot care more than they do it's it's their pet like you can give them the recommendations you can write it down for them you can do the surgery perfectly but you can't make them care about the outcome more than you do like or you, you or you can't care about the outcome more than they do because ultimately it's 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 once they go home that's what that's their
1: responsibility. The true key to life is to live your life as an example, knowing that your example of who you be or who you are will, will inspire others. And, and most of the time they'll inspire people that aren't giving you feedback, right? And I think sure. one of the things that that has showed me that is, is I have a guy that I worked with, you know, fucking 23 years ago that I ran into like a year ago in Austin. And he was like, "Just so you know, like I started a company because of you." I'm like, "I've talked to you in 18 years. What are you talking about?" Yeah. He was, "Well, I listen to your podcast. I never. If I wouldn't have ran into him, I would have never. I would have never known. I haven't spoke to him in 18 years." Right. Right. And so, you know, the 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 joke is not the joke, but the 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 quote is, you know, "I can't control what you hear. I can only control what I say." Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, people only hear it when they need it or when when that moment hits perfectly, right? Like my overall view on business is that I've obtained enough that now it's time to go live it in real war status. And that's what we're doing. Let me explain something to you. The last six months of my life, the last freaking five days of my life, there ain't a motherfucking book. And I said that word on purpose. <laughs> there ain't a motherfucking book that can... Prepare you for fraud, theft, personal defamation, um, restraining order, um, employee car. Please tell me where this book is because I would have read it. <laughs> yeah. Right. All why trying to run a company? All why having your parents in town? All why? You know? I mean, I could go on. I could go. I could tell you stories that would melt your fucking skull, right? But that's okay. Because I've done so much work that mentally, I know you only get the good because you had the bad. And I know that your life will only be enriched because of what happened to you. Now, here's the problem that I I live in. And here's the thing that I always say to myself, is maybe life is trying to teach me messages or teach me things. So when I have greater responsibility, I covet it more than I currently do. Maybe life is t- teaching you the five hundred thousand dollar lesson because you're going to be worth hundred million dollars, and hundred million dollars those those hurt a little more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, lose
0: lose it now instead of, instead of later when it's when it's millions. But it, yeah, it, it it's really a fascinating, um. I don't know social experiment to see what you know what your. When you had, you know, I don't, I don't know that I had like a different life, but but certainly a lot about it was different, and different goals and certain like I I I I wanted to be a surgeon and I would just be a surgeon and that would be fine and there's that's that is fine, but but then it's like when you start thinking bigger uh, and you start thinking about you know growing scaling businesses real estate family whatever it is like any of that stuff it's you if you want to do it well you can't you can't still think about everything the way that you used to think about it Mm -hmm.
1: and it's just uh, i I think that's a hard thing to realize well it's alarming to me that and and I'm, i'm i'm making a joke a little bit but i'm being serious it's alarming to me that six months ago um you know i wasn't getting hundred thousand dollar checks in the mail for our business. And I wasn't paying $300,000 in bills in a single day. And now it's my normal life. And it's amazing how quick you just adjust to, okay, this is what we're doing now. Right. Oh, Oh, I'm running a $7 million company. Oh, I'm running a $15 million company When six months ago. I never managed 50 people in my life. It's amazing how quick, we can adapt when we just take a chance on ourselves. It's amazing how quick we can be okay with gas prices when we don't have an option. Right. Yeah. And, but yet we're so f- worried about where we're going to get to, but I want to, I want to share something because I've coached a lot of people, a lot of things have happened. The only reason why we got to where we were going. And the only reason why you're you created success in our coaching and the only reason why, um, you know, you're doing so great now is because you unequivocally showed up every fucking time and you leaned directly into the shit. You didn't make excuses. You didn't miss a time. You didn't nothing happened. You did what was necessary to walk through the storm. And it's very rare that a client does it unequivocally with no excuses. And so, I, as a coach, want to thank you to be a shining example of how you can actually get through it if you trust somebody else and you allow somebody in your life to help you and support you and so I think it's a big deal to say that that's a big deal that the reason why you you know you're 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 here where you are today I appreciate that
0: I appreciate that very much and i i think uh yeah I mean it was (laughs) it was tremendously helpful you know I I mean you've always you've always been a inspiration and and you know coach in ways even even before it was I guess official or whatever but um it it was I don't know I, I I felt I I owed it to I owed it to you to to do the best I could with it I owed it to those that i felt i let down whether that was true or not and i owed it to myself to to not quit not give up on you know kind of what Mm -hmm. what i had for what i still have as as a vision and it's like you you know uh maybe you and my wife probably more than anyone how impatient i am and so does it happen as fast as i want Nope, never. I mean, never happens as fast. I mean, that's a you
1: know, secret. My fiance says that I'm only on this earth for one reason and one thing only. She goes, whether you learn it, that's up to you. It's called patience. We'll see if you get there when you when your time's done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's that's it. That's it. And it, and it's like probably scary, but but I'm more patient now than I probably have ever been in my life. Just from from learning these lessons and and in large part from my kids because i i want to i it's a it's a thing i work on to be patient with them so um it's it's been uh yeah <laughs> do i do i want the rebound from that loss to be way faster sure do but but it's happening it's happening and, and it'll be um like anything else you know the slow growth in the beginning and then um sort of then you start to grow that flywheel and, and get that hockey stick exponential growth over time. So it, it's life is teaching me patience, whether I want it or not.
1: <laughs> Correct. <100%. laughs> yeah
0: Yeah. Um, well, listen, I I know it's uh, later for you than it is for me, so I won't I won't keep you. Um, I appreciate appreciate you getting on with me. I appreciate.
1: Ah, it's such a talking pleasure talking about this. I just I just want to share. Whatever it is that you think you're going through or that you're currently are going through, remember that you're better for it. I don't care if you don't want to hear that, but ultimately there is a day that's going to happen where you go, okay, and there's going to be a breath and it's going to be a deep one and you're going to be like, I'm back, right? And I think to get comfortable in the not knowing of when that breath is coming is the ultimate gift. And I think that lesson alone, when you can sit there and you can still show up, even when you don't feel like it, and when you don't know when that breath's coming, when you don't know that next day's coming, it creates a warrior in there. And if you are going through something right now, and this this conversation hits you, I'm not saying reach out to me. I'm saying reach out to anybody that can support you in this, so you're not alone.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was, that was a, I mean a huge part of getting through it, you know, in, in addition to you, but just other, other people that were supportive, that, that uh, frankly wasn't even, I wouldn't have even been on my radar to be, (laughs) to necessarily be that person, but it's like, you know, you find, find, uh, when, when, when things go wrong, um, it's nice to see that, that people really step up. Yes, sir. Cool. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's check out of this. Um, Thanks all for joining, and hopefully this helps someone, and uh, I appreciate the time.
1: Thank you.
0: I'd like to show you why knowing your why is the start of your journey. Without a strong why, it can be so difficult to reach your maximum potential. My name is Dr. Jason Ballara, and every week I meet with real estate investors and mindset specialists that are taking action in order to build a life according to their own terms. We will break down what drives successful people and allows them to achieve at such a high level. If you are a professional wanting to break through, or simply someone that wants to hear an inspiring story, the Know Your Why podcast is made for you.